All right. And welcome to this special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called What Would You Do? where we talk about professional standards committee cases and code of ethics violations. Here with me today is Rachel Real from Rachel Real Estate in Chicago. Good morning. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What is the case we're talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about Article 12 as it relates to advertising free market analysis and free services. Quote. So, right. I'm saying free. this in quotes, right. Because there was a an update to the Code of Ethics recently. Oh, that, joy. That, that added right. rules. <laughs> well, now you can, no, you can no longer say as a buyer's agent or, or any type of agent, really, but buyer's agent is more common. You can no longer say that your services are free unless you are absolutely not paid by anyone at any point throughout the transaction. We all know that when you are representing a buyer as a buyer's agent, mm -hmm. a lot of people traditionally have said, hey, my services are free, so hire me and my services are free. Well, they're not free because you're still paying for those as part of a transaction and that agent is still getting paid. True. So stop saying free. <laughs> not free. I think it's, it's free. not free. You're not a volunteer. And, and, let's, and let's be honest. I mean, how are we supposed to raise the bar and the perception of, of our value as agents by saying everything? If it's free. free. It's well, not what free. does that have to do with the free CMA? Well, we'll talk about this in this case. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. So Realtor A advertised on his website as follows. Free market analysis with no obligation, which, I mean, we see this all the time. Let's be yeah. Honest. Sounds okay. If, right. <clears throat> A property owner complained about Realtor A's attempts to solicit the listing, and the complaint was referred for a hearing before a hearing panel of the Professional Standards Committee. At the hearing, the property owner testified he had called Realtor A to have him prepare that free market analysis of his residential property with no obligation, as claimed in Realtor A's ads. It's a lot of air quotes However, happening today. <laughs> well, that was the quote actually in the in these articles. Oh, it was a quote. No obligation. Okay, I got you. Yes, no obligation. Okay. As claimed in Realtor A's ads. However, the property owner said that when he and Realtor A spoke, he explained that he would be glad to provide the market analysis, but said, quote, I presume you understand that when we provide this service, we also expect that if you list your property, you will permit us to serve you. Uh-oh. I mean, I guess, you know, in all reality, the agent's being very straightforward and very transparent. I'm giving you this, but I'm also expecting that if you decide to sell, you're going to Yeah, but that's it. not the deal. Okay, go that's ahead. Not the right. It was, that wasn't in the ad. Although, mm -hmm. if you put that in the ad, no one's calling you, let's be honest. <laughs> Property owner testified that Realtor A did not press the matter at the time and did provide the market analysis. The property owner told the panel that for the next three weeks, Realtor A or one of his representative ca representatives called practically every single day, soliciting the listing of his home. The property owner, owner testified that on several occasions, someone from Realtor A's office reminded him that Realtor A had provided a, quote, valuable free service, and we feel that you owe us the listing of the property. Oh, no. Yeah, now we're getting a little ballsy. <laughs> Realtor A responded that he had provided the, quote, free market analysis as represented in his advertising and had provided it, quote, with no obligation. I'm not sure how that jives with the, if we give this to you, we're also yeah. going to ask you to give us the listing for your property. Feels like an so obligation. Doesn't quite jive, right? It does feel quite like an obligation. He stated that he had neither asked for nor received a fee for the market analysis. He could not understand why he was required to appear before a hearing panel in connection with allegations of a violation of Article 12 of the Code of Ethics. 
The hearing panel noted that offering premiums or prizes as inducements or the advertising of anything described as, quote, free is not permitted by the Code of Ethics. While Realtor A was free to advertise, quote, free market analysis with no obligation, such a representation was not a, quote, true picture of the terms and conditions of the offer and were not clearly disclosed in the ad or representation. Hearing panel noted that the statement by Realtor A when he provided the, quote, free market analysis, that it was, quote, presumed the property owner would list with the Realtor A if the property was offered for sale and the subsequent, quote, reminders by sales representatives of Realtor A about the expectation made the representation less than a true picture. Right. The panel noted that the property owner did not have a clear, thorough, advanced understanding of what would occur at the time of the offer was made. So was the agent, was Realtor A in violation of the yes. Code of Ethics article? But 12? I don't think that offering a CMA itself is the violation. I think him collapsing the obligation of list with me if you decide to list is the violation. Right. If you look at it as a whole, you're looking at the fact that the the advertisement that was placed by Realtor A was not a true picture. So all of the terms and conditions. Only for his case, though. Because yes, I think when people, case. yeah, because a right. lot of people, like if you're listening and you offer a free CMA, you you may add, I mean, you're going to ask them like, Hey, if, if this, if the pricing is good, are, are you thinking of selling? Right? Like you're going to have right. some and additional I, I, questions. Right. Any, any agent would, but I think in this particular case, because that was from the agent standpoint, that was a clear obligation that the agent was putting on the, the, the client. And that was his understanding. He did not relay that accurately in his advertisement. Yeah. Let's, um, We'll Let's take a quick take break. A quick, yeah, and then we'll quick come break. Back. Let me talk to you about two of our partners. So, two of our favorite partners. One is my coach, Coach John Kitchens, and we were talking about, and we've been getting questions from people about, like, what what should I do for marketing, and what you know, all these things. And really, what he decided is he's going to provide us a clarity report. So, if you go to coachcodeclarity.com. You'll be able to get this free clarity report. And once you do this work and get clear about what it is, what are your goals? What do you need to do to get there? Then it'll be a lot easier to say no to all these squirrels and shiny things that head our way. Um, my other favorite partner is cyberbacker. So we have been working with our cyberbacker Francis for a while. She's great. And if you are looking for a way to leverage yourself, you're, if you're not ready for a full-time assistant in-house, I would definitely check out a VA, which is a virtual assistant. So go to cyberbacker.com input fight club, and you will get a special prize. All right. Can you read me the code again? Yes. So Article 12 states, realtors shall be honest and truthful in their real estate communications and shall present a true picture in their advertising, marketing, and other representations. Realtors shall ensure that their status as real estate professionals is readily apparent in their advertising, marketing, and other representations, and that the recipients of all real estate communications are or have been notified that those communications are from a real estate professional. We take it a, a step further, standard of practice 12-1 says, realtors must not represent that their brokerage services to a client or customer are free or available at no cost to their clients, 
unless the realtor will see no financial compensation from any source for those services. So I think when you look at this particular case, this was amend- that standard of practice 12-1 was amended in January of 2022 because you can no longer advertise your services as free. Right. So even in this case, this agent said, okay, I'm going to offer this for free, but I'm also going to put on the expectation on the client that if they, if I provide this, they're giving me the business. Therefore That's now it's not... no longer free, not free anymore. Right. It Because you're doing it with an obligation for return business. I think the issue is for me, it sounds like the issue is not the free part. The issue is the advertising, the no obligation. So right. So I guess let's look at standard of practice if, 12-3. Huh? Because this we'll look at standard of practice 12-3, which addresses this particular situation. Okay. So it, that says the offering of premiums, prizes, merchandise discounts, or other inducements to list, sell, purchase, or lease is not in itself unethical, even if the receipt of the benefit is contingent on listing, selling, purchasing, or leasing to the realtor making the offer. Okay. So that part is not so unethical. So that's not the problem. Right. However... Here's where it, here's where it comes in. Realtors must exercise care and candor in any such advertising or other public or private representations, so that any party interested in receiving or otherwise benefiting from the realtor's offer will have a clear, thorough, advanced that understanding did not happen. of all the terms and conditions of the offer. The offering I, of any yeah. inducements to do business is subject to the limitations and restrictions of state law and the ethical obligations established by any applicable standard of practice. So there in life, the problem 12 dash yeah. three is the sweet spot. That seems one. like the problem, but it thinks yeah. makes me think of a further question of like, okay, well, what are common inducements, right? Like this isn't really that common. It just, I feel like agents use this to get into relationship with agents, with uh, right. sellers, but, but, but yes. I don't really think in like to, as a lead magnet or to generate leads, I don't right. really think they do it that, as a means to an end. Yeah, I really don't think that most agents are like then hounding them and being crazy because they don't know how to follow up. So I'm pretty sure that's not happening. Right, right. But this particular agent looks for this workaround to say, hey, well, I'm going to I'm going to offer this as a as a free service. Right. But with a, with an expectation that wasn't clear, it wasn't made clear to the end, to the, to the seller in this case. But I wonder, though, like in the state of Illinois, so it says that you're yeah. allowed to offer. I was surprised that when you read that, it says you're allowed right. and to this offer. Is the, this is the code of ethics, not license law too. This is oh. still the code of ethics. So yeah. maybe my question anyway. Okay. So it says by state. So in Illinois, where you're at it, right. That code of ethics said that that offering like compensation or a prize or whatever is not in and of itself a problem, but is according right. to Illinois, it is. No, I believe no, because if, if the code of ethics allows it, the code of ethics is, is national, but license law in Illinois does not prohibit that either. But then couldn't you be like, hey, if you bring me a customer, unlicensed person, and I'll give you 50 bucks if they That close. you cannot do because it, they are they, they have to be a licensed individual in order to receive any compensation for a referral. Read the, so the only one, thing you can do, uh-huh. well, and this is, again, this is code of ethics. You're unable to compensate an unlicensed person for a referral that is the state of illinois license law requirement so that's that's another that's a state another document that's the state of illinois license so law, that's right. the issue there because the code of right. ethics says you can't i mean you can that's what it says but well, the state of to, illinois to is to like the you person. can't so, well it's two different things because one you're talking about paying for a referral 
this one you're talking about, I'm I'm talking with you as a seller. Okay, so saying, if you hey, list if with you work, me, if you work with me, I'll give you this incentive. I'll give you this percentage off. I'll give you the use of my moving van, whatever it might be. So you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that, right? Because so they're a party to the transaction. So you can say, you hey, can't. if you list with me, I'll give you a fifty dollar gift card. Yes, you can do that as long as you're very clear of what you're doing, right? Because that's a party to the transaction. The referral is a non-party to the transaction. Okay. It seems like semantics. No, or else you'd have a whole lot of people trying to benefit from getting referral fees. Okay. So? Yeah. Unlicensed people cannot cannot be paid money for referrals. Why not? That's the license law does not allow it. Yeah, but why? What's the <laughs> spirit of the law? Like, why? What's the problem? That's a good question. I don't know what the reason behind it is. <laughs> when I'm the czar, we're going to look at it. Okay. All right. Well, Ra- <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> if people have a referral for you in Chicago, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Best way to reach me is by cell phone at 630-542-8688 or on Facebook or Instagram at Rachel Real Estate. Boom. All right. Thanks, Rachel. You are welcome.